And now for something completely different. Here's what's coming up this hour on today's experience. It's fantastic, phenomenal, always fun, usually somewhat fascinating Friday as we head into the weekend, not being afraid even if the earth gives way or the mountains fall into the seas because our help comes from the Lord. First, have you ever gone somewhere that leaves an impression? Okay, I remember going to Cedar Point in Sandusky, Ohio. It was a pathetic and old amusement park, but not to a 10-year-old kid. It was glorious. I also remember watching the Beach Boys at Pine Knob. We sat out on rough and brittle grass, but I loved my first concert. We go to certain places because they make a lasting impression on us. Now, where can we go every week that will affect the rest of our lives. Hmm. Next, everyone has heard the parable of the Good Samaritan. What a guy. Even though this guy is not real, he's a character in a story told by Jesus. We examine a few of the other main characters in his story. There must be a reason that Jesus included them in there, too. What was Jesus trying to tell us when he talked and brought into the conversation the two religious people? Hmm. And finally, I love to pray. Truth be told, after as much time, everyone in my family knows to leave me alone during this time. And if it's a real emergency, they can break in and tell me something and tell me what's going on. But this is my alone time with God. It is the prayer time of fellowship and communion. So here is a solid piece of advice. Ready? It's from somebody who prays quite a bit. Change it up every so often. Do something different when you're alone with God. Talk to him, but don't bring up one thing on your list. Just talk to God. David Spoon's life has been an experience. While growing up in a Jewish family, he made a wrong turn towards drug abuse. Then David Spoon found Jesus Christ, and his life completely changed. The more he studied the gospel, the more he wanted to share his experiences with others. After 35 years of ministry, David discovered a new path of service. He joined KAAM, and this radio program began. You're about to hear the David Spoon Experience. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. Here's what else we're looking at during the show. Lessons for surviving, living, and prevailing. Nice. Politics, entertainment, and current events. Personal revelations. Spiritual observations. My life's insanities and oeve. So much more. Hey. We're asking you, what do you think? Wow. You can email us during the show, david at hemustincrease.org. That's david at hemustincrease.org. Just david and then at and that hemustincrease.org. You can text us during the show, 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. If you text that number, we don't know what will happen. We don't know if you're going to get charged or not, but... You can still do it. 
614-210-8483. Or you can call us at 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. Let me tell you what happens when you do that. You will end up talking to Mighty Gabriel. You know what that's like? That's like detoxing from the noise of the world. Oh, boy. And then you will fly. There you go. Now, you might have a praise report you want to share with your brothers and sisters. This is your opportunity to do so. You might have a prayer request so that we can join together and uh, pray together, uh, just kind of connecting all of our faith together. When two or more gather together, there am I in the midst of them. And when two or more agree upon doing something, having something done, it shall be done for you. It's like, look, that's right there. So there's power in two or more, two or more. Well, here we are. So let's take advantage of that. The Lord is with us, and the Lord will help us, and he will guide us. If you've got something going on, don't hesitate. We want you to be able to have that opportunity to have other brothers and sisters help you carry the burden. That's what the Bible says. Carry one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. You really want to know how to do that Christian stuff the best way? Get ready. Here it is. It's a huge word. Get ready. Get ready. Five letters. Ready? Cares. It was four four letters, but I, I said it was five, so that was my mistake. Care. Okay, it's four letters. Care. Care about somebody. Care about how they're doing. Make it important to you, and when it becomes important to you, God sees that. Isn't that good? That's just like, oh, this is really good. Oh, yeah, that's good. All right, here we go. Here's your trivia question, by the way, for those that are ready for it. This is a little tougher, but I think you guys can get it. The men who explored Canaan returned with a single cluster of what? Hanging on a pole carried by two men. <gasps> wow. That's, that's kind of a toughie right there. The men who explored Canaan returned with a single cluster of what? Hanging on a pole carried by two men. What was it that they were carrying, if you think you know? 972-445-0770. Also, you can text in 214-210-8483 or send David an email, david at hemustincrease.org. I will give you uh, just a hint in a minute, which should really help some people. <laughs> this is- I guess I can. Should I give him a hint? I don't know. What do you think, Gabriel? You think we should give him a hint? Yeah? All right. Welches. Okay. <laughs> that's, all that's all I got for you. Welches. I'm just leaving it there. That's. I'll leave it there because, you know, I'm just going to leave it there. All right. Uh, another update I do want to give you. So I'm telling you right now, uh, the Lord has led me to a, a particular study that I'm doing that, that talks about stop whining about asking people for money. And I'm going to do the study. And I don't know how that's going to result. Let's hope it doesn't change me into a dig deep down into your pocket and pull out the green that just make the machine work. All right. Well, let's hope that doesn't happen. Uh, but we will be talking about biblical principles and so on and so forth. Uh I do want people to know that when you send an email in to us, we always pray for you. Not one email has been sent, not one text that we have not 
prayed for that person. I just want you to know that. And in fact, I want to pray right now, and then I'm going to tell on myself, and then we'll do the trivia, and then we'll get into the teaching after that. But here's the thing I want to pray for everybody. Listen to what I want to pray for everybody. I want the Lord to bring the best into everybody's circumstance. Isn't that, isn't that a good thing? Like, Lord, bring the best in our circumstances. So let's pray that together. Father, we come before you right now. We thank you. We praise you. We worship you. We honor you. We glorify you. There is none like you. There will never be any like you. You are awesome. You are mighty. You are powerful. You're graceful. You are full of compassion. And in the circumstances that we face, in the things that we're challenged with, Lord, we're not, we're not asking you, Lord, to get us out of it as much as be with us in it and bring the best from it. The best that can come from it, Lord, as you determine, let that be the manifestation as the result of our circumstances. We ask you for help because we're a people who need your help. We pray in Jesus' name, amen and amen. All right, so what I am going to do, I'm going to hold off on telling myself into the next segment because it's pretty funny. Uh, and I want to do this one thing in First Chronicles 16, 27 because we just prayed about it. And here's what it says. And for those that are still working on the trivia question, I'll give it to you one more time. And if nobody calls in, we'll give the answer. The trivia question straightforward is the men who explored Canaan returned with a single cluster of what? Hanging on the pole carried by two men. And your clue was Welchus. There you go. Uh, if you want to call in 972-445-0770, you can do that. 214-210-8483 is the text. David at he must increase.org is the email. First Chronicles 1627. Splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and joy are in his place. <laughs> Listen to this. Splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and joy are in his place. What's at God's place? Strength and joy. Oh, that's nice. Have you ever visited somewhere that left you an impression? Can I give you a I already did one or two of them, right? I went to Cedar Point, Sandusky, Ohio. We, we rode on the blue streak. I hated it. <laughs> But it left an impression on me like, ooh, scary, you know, because it was a big roller coaster and I was 10, right? Uh, the same thing is true when I went to see uh, the Beach Boys in Pine Knob sitting on the grass. I mean, that left an impression on me. Uh, I went to Maui. That left an impression on me. I know it's not popular anymore, but 35 or 40 years ago when it was popular, I went to Disneyland and that was fun. Now it's uh, kind of weird, but, but then it was fun. I got a message for you. Have the first time you ever went, have you ever gone to a planetarium? The first time you go to a planetarium, it's like, whoa. They, they leave impressions on us. Here's something that's amazing. When we visit God's place, we find joy and strength in his place, and we should be visiting God's place because it's his presence, his fellowship, and his church, and we can be doing that weekly. You think, well, that doesn't seem like it's as fun as like going to Maui, just so we can be on the same page, okay, and then we'll get to the caller, just so we can be on the same page. It's more fun 
to go to Maui than to spend time with God? Okay, so let that Jewish guilt work its way into you just a little bit. It's just working its way in, working its way in, working its way in. And remember that when you go to a place and God is there, there is no greater place. There is no resort greater. There is nothing greater. There is nowhere greater than being in his place. Get that? All right. Somebody ready to answer their trivia question? Let's send them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Uh, this is Howard Ball. Hi. I'm smart Hi. enough to know to have my radio turned off the way you hammer on, folks. How are you doing today? Uh, doing well. Good. I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear that. So now I'm going to ask you this, and you can just you can be honest, or you can kind of move to the side on this. But did you know the answer before I gave the hint? Oh sure. Okay. Yeah. I just great, wanted to make sure. Great. Great, <laughs> so that's it. So let's ask the question and answer it. The men who explored Canaan returned with a single cluster of what hanging on the pole carried by two men? Grapes. Correct, sir! You are right. <laughs> and you are a winner. Excellent job there. That was very, very, very good. Now, I did have to give the hint to a few people, and some people were very appreciative because I think some people were thinking – uh, was it figs? Was it this? Was it this? And so, so Welch's, I think, was a pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> so that's, that that's gave just, it away. Yeah, that kind of gave it just a little, just a little. <laughs> Excellent job. Very, very good. Really appreciate it. Well, enjoy your show. Thank you so much. I appreciate that as well. All right. God bless you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. All right. So we did that segment there. I want people to understand that thing about – It's like, I'm not saying you're going on vacations. Don't get weird on me. I'm just saying we can go to a place every week, more than once a week, where God is present. How can that not be awesomely, awesomely, awesomely cool? I'm, I'm sorry. Going to stand with that. Uh, if you don't like that, I can't help you. Uh, we'll take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Can't stand the skill, can't stand the shame. It may be false, but it feels the same. So I punish myself. I go down to the what is the David Spoon Experience? I got this this morning, and uh, and it came from Alice Coleman. And I just want to say, she said it's a praise report to share. So I am assuming it's okay to share since it's a praise report to share. I kind of go with it. And I want to read it, if that's okay. And I just want you to hear how brothers and sisters petition. I mean, petition the Lord. And there's times where God says, yes. Listen to this. And she even writes it uh, beautifully, beautiful job by Alice, by the way. This uh, may seem like a minor issue, but it could have gotten much worse quickly. I'm I'm fostering Mama Cat and her four kittens until they're ready to go to their forever homes. On Tuesday, I got a bit too close to the Mama Cat and she swatted my hand. I had a few scratches, so I cleaned them up and applied antibiotics. In just a few hours, I had a swollen hand, red with infection, and it spread beyond my wrist. My doctor had same-day appointments if needed. However, I didn't have my car since it was being repaired. The only thing left was for me to pray for healing for my hand. 
Isn't that amazing that sometimes get, you're in the position and the, le- the, the only thing left to do is call upon God? She writes, as I watched the infection spread over my hand, my hand began to throb. I knew I needed help. I asked God for healing over and over again. On Wednesday, it looked really bad, and I kept asking God for healing. Let me just commend Alice for push, pushing until something happens. About mid-morning on Wednesday, my hand quit throbbing. Then I noticed that the infection was no longer spreading. Later Wednesday, the infection seemed to be getting smaller. By Wednesday evening, it was definitely clearing up. By bedtime, the infection was gone away. Thursday morning, the infection was completely gone. I praise God for healing the infection. It was only by his intervention that my hand was healed. It's amazing that our great and holy father can care so much that he is willing to heal a hand infection of one of his children. I think that's a fantastic testimony. So mega props, mega props to Alice for doing that. Great job. And I hope that was okay that I shared it. And see, the point is you can pray, you can approach the Lord and the Lord, you know what? He might say, no, I like what Troy said. Sometimes God will say no. It's like, that's the end of it. You're done. But sometimes he allows you to keep petitioning. And the reason he does is because the more you pursue him, the closer connected to him you become. And more of your genuine real faith has to emerge. See, if you just asked and God did it every time you just asked one time, it'd be like God would be like a genie. Well, God's not a genie. He's your heavenly father, needs to be pursued, wants to have a wonderful relationship with you. And so the more you pursue, the more he gets to spend time with you, which is what he wants in the first place, what he wanted with Adam and Eve. The David Spoon Experience. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMAN 770, the truth station here in Texas, where we're going to offer up our next trivia question. And then we're going to do a joke. But wait, but at the end of the joke, then we're going to pray for somebody because the joke closely connects to a prayer request. You just can't make this stuff up. It's just not possible. Here we go. Uh, This is a little tougher. Okay, it's a little tougher. So I want everybody to be ready for this. It's a little tougher. I want you to think, ready? I want you to think major profit. Here we go. Who was told to eat this scroll, then go and speak to the house of Israel? Who was told to eat this scroll, then go and speak to the house of Israel? Your only hint, it is a major prophet. Okay? okay there you go. Got somebody calling in on that one. Uh, making that. See, that's a good. I think that's a pretty good question. You know, personally, I think that's a good one. Uh, and uh, unfortunately, many people are just uh, just shy on this one. So remember, there's four major prophets. Now, when we say major prophet, it doesn't mean they were more important than the other prophets. So whenever you hear that, you need to understand that. You've got Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, and Daniel. They weren't more important. They just wrote bigger chunks, so to speak. And then the minor prophets were just sectioned off as a smaller smaller amount of writing. Okay? Does that make sense? All right. All right. Somebody ready to answer the question? Fire them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Knock, knock. This is a dump truck. (laughs) 
Hello, Doug Trump. How are you? <laughs> hey, Shabbat Shalom, brother. Shabbat Shalom, brother. How are you? Good. Okay, good. Good. Your spirit seems up a little bit, so that's good. Let's good. answer the trivia question. Let's get that done first. I'm pretty sure you'll know this one. Yeah, who was, that, who that was, was told? The John the Revelation. Okay, well, this is in the Old Testament. Who was told, eat this I'm scroll? I know you do. Eat this scroll, <laughs> then go and speak to the house of Israel. Who was told that? Ezekiel. That is correct, sir! <laughs> Buddy Ezekiel, that is 100% correct. What's happening with you? How are you doing? I'm the joy of the Lord is my strength, so I'm just rejoicing in him. Well, that's the key. That's the key. You cannot, you cannot. Here's what you can't do. You can't focus on the circumstance because the circumstance has its own wind and its own waves. And that will just bring you down. That will make you sink. Can't do that. Got to focus on the Lord. Yes, that's for sure. Is that right? Good. Yes, I'm looking forward to hearing your joke. Okay. All right. Well, I got, yeah, it's a good classic. But what's really funny, what you'll really appreciate about this joke, the most, is as soon as I'm done with it, it leads right into a prayer request from one of our listeners. <laughs> cool. You can't make hey, that up. Could you also pray for my friend? They just came back from Ukraine. Okay. And they they are going back to Ukraine because their visa was expired, so now they got again. So they are in September. They are going back. However, he's just dealing with some kind of uh, physical health uh, right now, some issue. But they they are looking forward to go back to Ukraine. Okay, Let, let's pray for him right now. Let's do it. Father, we come before you right now. Thank you for our brother. And we ask you to bless and encourage him and fill his heart full of joy and fill him full of confidence in your partnership with him. And we pray for these people that are willing to risk their lives, even going through physical ailments, which is a reference that's directly in your word, going through physical ailments, yet still wanting to carry on ministry. We ask for your healing power for these wonderful missionaries to the Ukraine, that you would not only keep them safe, but that where they're at right now, now you would revive them and give them strength right now and that they can feel that uh, revitalization come from you and whatever the physical ailment is lord you're bigger than that ailment and we ask you to manifest your power in that person's life in that person's body we pray for your grace and mercy in this in jesus name amen and amen 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 brother thank you amen thank you all right god bless you okay god bless you all right Bye. All right, so now I'm hoping that Annika and Neil are listening. <laughs> That's right, Annika and Neil, because when you hear this joke, you'll understand why. And then we're going to immediately, I've never done this before. I've told you a joke and then gone into prayer for somebody. You'll understand. Just bear with me. You're probably thinking, he's lost it. <laughs> that was years ago. That's what's nothing to do with this. Ready? All right. During the first few different during the first days of creation, God turned to the angels and said, I am now going to create a land called Israel. It will be a land of mountains and valleys, a wonderful fresh water lake, forests full of all kinds of trees, cliffs overlooking sandy beaches with an abundance of sea life. God continued, I'll make the land rich so that it'll make the inhabitants prosper. I shall call these inhabitants Israelis, and they shall be known to most people on the earth. But Lord, asked the angels, don't you think you're being too generous to the Israelis? 
Not really, God replied. Wait and see the neighbors I'm going to give them. Yeah, that's a good joke. <laughs> okay, something like that. <laughs> I think Gabriel's thinking, I don't know if that's a good joke. <laughs> Okay, here's the bottom line. The reason that we're going to take this and go into prayer is we're going to pray for Neil and Annika because they got new neighbors coming, right? And uh, their last neighbors were kind of tough. So we're just going to pray that it can be a little more grace. So let's do this together. Father, we come before you right now. We lift up Annika and Neil to you, two precious, precious uh, uh, brothers, a brother and a sister in the Lord, just precious couple. And we ask you in the name of Jesus that you would give them grace because they need grace because they're just coming out of a tough neighbor situation. I've been in that. It's really hard. Lord, it's hard. And even though that was a joke and it was fun to talk about, we ask you by your grace and mercy to give them a good relationship with their new neighbors, and it would be wonderful. But more importantly, Lord, more importantly, that they would be an influence on their neighbors for the gospel. That is the number one priority. So please, Lord, let them have impact and let them be able to share about your love and your grace. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Okay, so I got that. See, I was able to get that done. That was made sense, didn't it? You tell a joke about Nate. Yeah, sorry, made sense. All right. Uh, I'm going to do this other teaching because we can. And so I'm going to, and I think it's, we'll go just a couple minutes long, but it's kind of, uh, people will get it, I, I promise you. Uh, Luke chapter 10, verse 30 through 32. I'm only doing a bit or a piece of this. This is, of course, the story of uh, the, the Good Samaritan. And I just want to talk about this. I think it's an ironic element that we often talk about the Good Samaritan. We There's even great ministry, great ministry named uh, the Samaritan's Purse. I mean, there's all these things, right? Luke 10, 30 through 32. Jesus replied, a man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho, and he fell among robbers who stripped him and beat him and departed, leaving him half dead. Now, by chance, a priest was going down that road, and when he saw him, he passed by the other side. So likewise, a Levite, when he came to the place, when he saw him, passed by the other side. So here's what I want to point out. So Jesus goes out of his way to teach the story about the Good Samaritan. Who doesn't know about the Good Samaritan? Okay, I mean, almost every Christian who's been a Christian for more than an hour at some point has heard the story of the Good Samaritan. I think it's amazing that the beginning of the story talks about two religious people. And what did the two religious people do? They went out of their way, listen, not to help. <laughs> it wasn't like they just kept going. Right? Uh, uh, help, I'm dying. I'm just going to ignore that guy. Just keep walking. That's not even what they did. Okay? That would have been, that would have almost been more like in the normal. Remember, it's a story, so don't, don't freak out here. But the, the, chief, the priest passed by on the other side, which means they saw the guy and they went across the road <laughs> to the other side simply so that they would not engage. So the priest does that and the Levite does that. Now, I know you, you think, but listen, they put themselves at a distance so as not to get involved. Now, the big lesson for this, because we always talk about the Good Samaritan, the big lesson here is God considers the don't get involved attitude non-neighborly. That's not being a neighbor. 
get involved. And what's the most amazing, because it's just a brief story, and remember, it's a story. But, but what's most amazing is they go to the other side. <laughs> they can't even just walk by and ignore them. They've got, in order to clear their conscience, they have to pass by on the other side. It's kind of like a funny thing if you think it's like, what if they had to go to the other side to watch? Don't go out of your way to be a no helper. Okay? That, that's, the, that's the simplistic lesson. God does not think that is very cool. Do not do that. Okay, there you go. All right, we'll take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Have you ever wanted to get involved with a ministry that promotes Jesus Christ as Lord, but just don't know how? Serving in ministry is a matter of devotion, time, and talent. Are you looking for a place to try and test the waters? Do you want to get involved? Come join the Ambassadors Initiative. Be an ambassador for the David Spoon Experience. It doesn't pay great. Actually, it doesn't pay anything. But the eternal benefits are out of this world. Be a representative. Why not? It couldn't hurt. Well, we hope not anyway. You don't need to be a professionally qualified minister. You need to have a pulse. By that, we mean you need to have a heart. Just go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Click on the three lines at the top right of the website and then click on the Ambassadors Initiative link. Fill out the form and we will reach out to you. Sorry. No parking tickets will be paid for you as an ambassador through this position. The David Spoon Experience. Again, Dr. Robert Jeffress. Doctor, are you there with us? I'm here with you, David. Uh, I'm so glad that you're here. I got to ask you this question. I'm, 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 you know, I, I get a little fiery, especially when uh, Christians are being accused of things that are uh, false. And that happens all the time, especially in the media. And I think you, if you remember our very first time we ever talked, I told you how impressed I was with you that you are able to keep your uh, spirit steady. <laughs> well, I appreciate that so much. You're a good friend. Uh, I, I appreciate that. Here's the thing that drives me absolutely batty, which is where I need your help now. Uh, I understand this uh, situation with uh, with Tim Tebow. He was going to do a dedication for you. He got a lot of pressure, apparently, from the media. The media accused you of being uh, uh, homophobic and anti-Semitic, which for me, I mean... It was, it was, I guess when I first heard it, I was overwhelmed. First of all, anti-Semitic is a person who discriminates against or is prejudiced or hostile towards Jews. You've been on that show. Now, this is three time, and I'm as Jewish as they come. Yeah, well, David, I mean, the charge of anti-Semitic comes from saying that everyone, including Jews, must trust in Christ in order to go to heaven. Uh, that is hardly anti-Semitic. In fact, I have a Jewish friend in New York who called me this week. She's not a Christian, but she said, I don't understand all of this, said, I don't believe in 
in the New Testament, but you do. You're simply saying what the New Testament says. And, you know, David, we've said before, you know, Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. And I remind people, Jesus was not a Southern Baptist evangelist. He was a Jewish rabbi. And yet you look at what he said, what the Apostle Paul said, the Apostle Peter. Here are the three most prominent men of the New Testament, every one of them a devout Jew, and yet they said there's one way to God, and that's through faith in Christ. That is not anti-Semitic. On Christ the solid rock I stand, Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Getting ready for our next trivia question. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Ready? Here we go. Here we go. In which book of the Bible? So you got a one in 66 opportunity here. In which book of the Bible are we told that honey is good for us and that we should eat it? Which book of the Bible? If you think you know the answer, you can call in 972-445-0770. You can text in 214-210-8483. Or you can send an email to david at hemustincrease.org. Also going to send you to the website right now so that you can remember that money is what enables us to do the ministry. And if you can give, please do so. And if you can't give, please pray for us. Check out hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? HeMustIncrease.org Praise report? HeMustIncrease.org Looking to give to this ministry? HeMustIncrease.org Confused by what's happening right now? HeMustIncrease.org HeMustIncrease.org You guys just sort of say, see, half those sounds <laughs> that we do, they're for me. We <laughs> think they're for you. Oh, no, they're not. <laughs> I'm not saying that to be mean or anything. I just need them. It's like, it's like, I don't know. You know, it's, you know, like people, they drink, a, they'll drink a monster. That's like a monster <laughs> right there. All right. Uh, back to the trivia question. And then I'm going to tell on myself which is rather humorous by itself, I suppose. Uh, the trivia question, in which book of the Bible are we told that honey is good for us and that we should eat it? Right? I just want to give uh, props to Joy and Cordelia. They've been uh, just crushing it the entire show. So great job, ladies. Uh, great job. Except I can't remember if you guys got the, the Ezekiel one, now that I think about that. But I'll have to check that. All right. Uh, bottom line, let me tell you uh, Let me tell you something on uh, – uh, oh, I think he had a redeeming uh, text. That's what happened. Uh, I'm going to call this – I'm going to actually going to call this uh, – give it a title. This is called Password Palooza. Okay. I don't know. I can't come up with anything. It's Password Palooza. I already told Gabriel, I don't know how this is going to go. We're just going to see what happens. So I'm sure that most of you, uh, when you are doing things that are relatively important uh, in regards to maybe accessing accounts like your, uh, you know, your main uh, email account or your bank account or whatever it is that you might be doing or accessing, if you're a person that accesses that, uh, you know, your passwords are, uh, are relatively important. And in our family, we have 
a myriad of passwords because we have a myriad of different connections. Uh, we have, uh, I'd say, over 100 accounts that require a password in some way, shape, or form. And so Noelle, in her infinite and merciful and graceful wisdom, uh, created a password book, okay? And we don't, we don't, you know, it's not like a public book or anything like that, but there, there's not like life changing things on there except for just a couple and those are kind of coded out so nobody would know but there's a lot i mean it's it's a it's an address book <laughs> okay and it's filled with password stuff right okay so we're sitting there and i'm just telling on myself because i know i'm the only person that's ever done this so we're just sitting there and she had to access one of the accounts and i had changed the password and she said well what's the password on this account because it's been changed and I said, well, how could you not know that account? We've had, you've had access to that account for the last three months. How do you not know what the password is? And she goes, well, I haven't really accessed it in the last three months. Can you give me the password? Well, guess what? Guess what Dave did? Dave didn't write down the new password, <laughs> right? So again, what do you do when you don't do what you know you should have done? is when you're you know trying to defend yourself and your fleshly is you uh, deflect or you don't accept responsibility. So Adam's in the garden, right? And what happens? You, why did you do this? She made me do it. Oh, Eve, why did you do this? The snake made me do it. So in other words, we're really good at passing the buck. So I uh, passed the buck and I said, well, you know, I said, you know, you should have known this and so on and so forth. And she goes, you didn't write the password down. And I'm like, fine. <laughs> so then I go and I reset the password because why? Because I didn't write it down. So guess what I couldn't do? Remember the password. So then I get a new password. I give her the password. She's in. There's no problem. And then I start getting upset because I have to change two of my accounts to reflect the new password. And I'm like, you know, if you'd have just known that password, I could have just done that. I wouldn't have had to do. And that's right. It's as stupid and petty as you could possibly be. And then uh, after about two minutes of her ignoring me completely, I realized that I was not going to win this argument no matter what happened. And uh, then I re uh, changed the uh, password in one account that took about three seconds. And then it did it in another account afterwards. And that took about five seconds. But what it showed me is I am so bad at owning on the spot. And I'm not saying that to say I'm bad, you're all good. Don't get this weird impression. I'm telling you this because we do dumb things and then instead of just owning, we deflect or we push away. or And so it had nothing to do with Noel. It had to do with the fact that I was more embarrassed that I didn't write it down like we've been doing for 20 years, and then I've tried to blame her. <laughs> and you think, well, is that is that a good plan? No, it's not a good plan. It's a dumb idea, and the Lord was just waiting for her to just be, she was nice about it. She didn't get upset about it. She didn't, you know, she just kind of ignored me. And then the Lord was like, what you doing, Dave? Trying to do a little self-justification? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> Listen, if you're wrong or you do something wrong, just own it. That's my lesson. That's my password palooza lesson for you. If you do something wrong, if you make a mistake, own it. If you didn't make the mistake, that's fine. If you do something wrong, 
own the mistake. I didn't do that. My wife didn't even have to do anything. God defended her. <laughs> I was just really a Michigana about it. That's all. That's what happened. That's right. You mean Bible teachers, people that are on the radio do stupid things like that every single day. Just so you can know. All right. All right. Uh, did you like that? That was kind of an interesting but honest story. Uh, in the meantime, uh, what we're going to do is we're going to answer the trivia question. We're going to skip the history and do that in the next segment, if that's okay with you guys. Uh, the reason that I brought that story up is because that's my way of confessing to my wife. So you know what I did? I'm just going to tell you something that I did. I don't know if you guys uh, ever do this. So uh, I did this today. She's not listening right now, so I can get away with this. So I took a piece of paper. Listen, because this was a dumb thing that I did. I took a piece of paper and I wrote on there, I thank God that you are my wife. Then I took a piece of scotch tape and then I put it on the door in one of our rooms that she'll run into. Now that took me all of 30 seconds and that'll buy me way good, way good props with her. <laughs> but that's pretty good after doing something as dumb as I did. It's your fault. I didn't write it down. I blame you. Okay. <laughs> I'm the only person who's ever done that, I'm sure. Uh, are we ready to? Yes, we are ready. Okay, let's uh, have the person uh, uh, buzz through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hi, David. This is Joy Ann. Hi, Joy Ann. Three days in a row. Wow. What? Wow. That is a privilege. Let me tell you. I'm doing a Deborah. I'm doing a Deborah. (laughs) (laughs) I love that lady. That's great. All right. uh, Trivia question first. You ready? You ready for it? Thank you. All right. Here we go. Here we go. In which book of the Bible are we told that honey is good for us and that we should eat it? Proverbs. That is correct, Amanda. That is I right. Love Proverbs. Yeah, yes. Proverbs I is great. Proverbs every day, every day. I, I do have a password pray, prayer request. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you got it. See, how funny is that? You okay. tell a story, you get a request. That's hilarious. Go ahead. Yeah, I have been trying to get into my email for over a week. I even went to my provider, the office. We worked on it for two hours the other day. And it's not that I forgot the password, but I forgot the security question. It, I created this account years ago, and I've moved several times. So um, I, I feel a little bit lost without being with my email, but I've created a new email account. But... I would love prayer for that, and I want to say a praise. Travis is doing well, and Amen. y'all keep praying for dear Travis. So, <laughs> Amen, Doctor David. Let's pray. Let's do both of them because I understand Thank that you. feeling. I understand that feeling you're talking about as well. So let's do it. And this is the kind of thing Thank people you. are like. The Lord doesn't care. He counts the hairs on our head. He cares. Let's pray. Let's yes. do it, Father. We come before you right now because you are awesome. And because you're available, because of the work of Jesus Christ, we can come to you anytime. 
We can come to you with anything, any concern. You are in that capacity, our Papa, our Abba. And we need help for so many things. We just pray for joy. It's so frustrating when you when you ask somebody else to screw because you can't remember, Lord, help her just get that resolved. And please don't let anybody take advantage of her or of her account in the meantime. Give her protection, yeah. but help her to get it resolved so that it's not a frustration or a fear in the back of her mind, because that's the big thing, is not knowing what can happen. So help her, Lord, with that. And Lord, we also give you thanks and praise for Travis and and for Melissa, the whole situation, because your kindness shows those are the big things, and you are right there in those big things, and in this password situation, you're right there in the little things, and you're right there in all things. And we just appreciate you, and thank you for your graciousness and your kindness that that you've given to us, and we just want to honor you with everything we think, say, and do. Help us to do so, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen. I'm so glad you told that password story because that prompted me to call. Thank you. I'll keep you posted, okay? All right. Thanks so much. Have a great weekend. Go home at 301. Don't text any of us. Yes. Go home after this, okay? We love you guys. Thank you. Bye-bye. 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 All right. See? See, you're going to tell a story, and then somebody gets some encouragement out of it, and that's a good thing. Although, if my wife hears this portion, she's going to she's going to get the beginning and the end she's going to put it in a loop and then every time I'm a bad guy she's going to just play it that could be a problem we'll deal with that later all right we'll take our break and then come back you're listening to the David Spoon experience right here on KAAM 770 the true station here in Texas short break we'll be back don't go anywhere AAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business, but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at year end indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously, or in Proverbs where it teaches that a generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can, right here on KAAM. What is the David Spoon experience? I did what most 
Christian men would do when they make a mistake. It's their fault. There's nothing but humiliation on your face. And you're trying to recover in the moment. And you know what I did? I blamed it on every possible unseen force except for myself. You have chosen So guess who knocked that uh, crystal light on that white carpet? It was Satan, by golly. Well, it was at that moment because it certainly wasn't my fault. I didn't knock the, the crystal light all over. It was my glass. I did pour it. I did bring it to the table and somehow fell on the, the carpet and spread everywhere. And by golly, I wasn't going to take the blame for it because that would be taking personal responsibility. Well, I'm not taking personal responsibility. After all, that $500 deposit we just had that we were hoping to get back when we move out is uh, already down to 200 <laughs> And it was dropping by the dollar as the stuff was spreading. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Excellent catch by Aunt Deb. How random that clip was that just played about me blaming somebody else instead of myself. And then I just told you that live story, just live story, just to like, what, like two minutes ago, three minutes ago, about what happened uh, on the password Palooza. Now, and then, then, then we, then they played it, and I don't pick those out. That's uh, Jennifer puts those in. It's just like amazing. It's like that's the same thing. It's like it's the Lord telling me stop avoiding responsibility, Dave. <laughs> I didn't say I liked the lesson. I just said it's a lesson. But it's always good if the Lord listen. If the Lord never rebukes you, something's wrong. That, that would be my response, okay? All right, let's do our last trivia question, and then I'm going to do the history, and then we're going to do a shorter teaching, and it's towards the end of the show, so it's okay. Everybody relax. Uh, here's your trivia question. Who said, stay in the house, stay in that house, eating and drinking whatever they give you, for the worker deserves his wages? Who said that? Who said, stay in that house, eating and drinking, whatever they give you, for the worker deserves his wages? See if you guys can pick up on that. I'm not going to give you more than that. Uh, it's, it is what you initially think it is, so answer that. <laughs> you see how I like to do that? And uh, I just want to say, Al, pow, pow, first. All right. Uh, number 972-445-0770. Also, you can text in 214-210-8483 or send an email, david at he must org. In the meantime, we will do our history. Let's go, let's Okay, here you go. Uh, it's Vinyl Record Day. If you know what a vinyl record is. <laughs> if you know what a vinyl record is. If you don't know what a vinyl record is, I'm very upset with you. Uh, Baseball Fans Day. That's okay. National Julian Fries Day. Okay, that's good. Milkman Day. Back in the day, we had milk shoots. 
Did you ever have a milk chute? You know, where they'd open that and they put the milk in. The cool thing is that when we were like nine or ten, you could squeeze through the milk chute so you could escape to the house, go out, play, come back in, come back in where the milk chute is, unless my mom, uh, you know, turn the lever and then you couldn't get in. And today is also World Elephant Day. For those that do not know, in 1877 on this day, the first voice recording uh, of Thomas Edison where he uh, recited Mary Had a Little Lamb. There you go. 1851, the sewing machine was patented by Isaac Singer. There you go. And then some people are, are not going to like this, but this is uh, one of those classic things. Uh, 1960, the Beatles, the drummer Tommy Moore quits the group, then known as the Silver Beatles, because their bookings interfered with his job as a forklift driver. The drums were taken over by Pete Best, who was later replaced by Ringo Starr. <laughs> it's like, Oh, there's a couple of drummers that didn't do that right. Anyhow, all right, uh, we have somebody ready to answer the trivia question, so let's send them on through. <laughs> knock, knock, this is David. Who am I talking to? Um, hi, David, it's Deborah. Hi, Deborah. how are you? I'm good today, how are you? I'm doing pretty good today. I'm looking forward to the weekend, I do confess. <laughs> All right, you ready for this one? All right, here, here we go. Who said, stay in that house, eating and drinking whatever they give you for the worker deserves his wages? Well, I'm thinking it was Jesus. That is correct, Amundo! The reference worker deserves his wages is also referenced by Paul, but this case, this is Jesus talking about going and, and staying in the house and, and uh, making the have the peace stay upon them. And so this was an instruction from Jesus. And one of the people, one of the reasons that Jesus said this is people that move around too much give a create a great sense of instability. So just stay in the house, do the work of the kingdom, do they uh, you know do the things you got to do. You see what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, so it's that kind of mindset. So anyway, excellent job. And I just think you did a great job there. And I hope you're having, I hope you got plans for at least a relatively calm weekend. Do you? Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, I don't have any plans. I'm just going to probably sleep a lot. <laughs> Okay. All right. We'll sleep a lot. Enjoy. Enjoy the weekend. Then get ready. And then Monday we do it all again. <laughs> hey, you know, I just wanted to say that they should have called those two drummers drummers. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. Can you imagine? I've got to drive a forklift. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, All right. Good luck with not it. Not very smart. Yeah. Good luck with that. And anyway. I'm just wondering if you could say a special blessing for Joanne and Cordelia because I love them too and uh, they're great. Yep. And I get a lot of joy out of Joanne whenever she calls in. So, anyway, if you would do that, I'd appreciate it. You got it. I'll do it before we exit the show. Awesome. Thank you. All right. God bless you. Have a good weekend. Bye-bye. All right. Okay. Let me do this quick teaching. I'm going to do it in about two minutes. I can do it. I can do it. And then we'll just pray over everybody in the audience. Okay. This is called Switch It Up. First Chronicles 16.4. David appointed some of the Levites to be ministers before the ark of the Lord to celebrate the Lord God of Israel. And to give thanks and praise to him. Okay, so, I, and, I'm, and I'm telling you this as a person who's totally, I'm totally into uh, devotion. So you guys know that. I think you know that by now. So, I, and I'm, boy, I'm, tw I'm 24 years, six months, and what's today? The 
just today, 12th, right? 24 years, six months, and 12 days uh, without missing a day. So I'm just looking for that 25. I'm looking for my 25 chip. <laughs> Just so you can know. The idea behind this is I've done a lot of different prayers, a lot of different ways. And the reason I want to tell you this is because it's cool. Just try this. Try sometimes going into prayer and, and don't bring a list. Just go in. Listen, listen. Don't bring a list. Don't complain. Okay. Don't inform God. Okay. Just in one of your prayer sessions, out of all of them, out of all of them, between now and when the Lord returns, just go in there and celebrate. Just go in there and say thank you. David appointed some of the Levites to be ministers before the Ark of the Lord to celebrate the Lord God of Israel and to give thanks and praise to him. Celebrate God in your prayer time by giving thanks and praise to him. Try that just one time. The Lord won't be mad at you that you didn't bring your laundry list that he already knows about. Just go in there and share your appreciation. That's called switch it up. Okay? All right. Uh, let's pray over the audience. Let's do that right now, and then we'll close. that's how we'll close out the show. Father, we come before you right now. We thank you and praise you. I thank you for these people. They are fantastic people. And uh, just what Deborah said, Lord, we just pray a special blessing for uh, Joanne and Cordelia. And just for all the people, for Deb and for Alan, for everybody, for Eric and, and Brother Ace and Gary and, and Susie and everybody that participates, for Annika and Neil and Kurt and Ginny and, and, Vidal, and Vidal and just all of us, Lord, thank you. And thank you for letting every person here be a blessing to other people here. We love that part of your kingdom. Help us to continue to pray and care for and love on one another continually. We pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas, taking a 70 and one half hour break. Then we'll come back. More Insanity with Spoonanity. Talk to you then. Destroying everyone. And everything we find is the hungry giant. It's the hungry giant. Oh, he's hard to resist. He loves to.